Hey, we are back with another episode of Because It's Good For You with me, Chloe, from Girl Meditates. Lovely to have you with me. Today's episode is all about karma. So I put out a little shout out on Instagram and Facebook and I was saying like, send me your karma stories, the wild, the wonderful. I want to hear them all. So thank you to those who sent them through. I've got a few of my own and we're just going to go through them today. But before all of that, remember last week when I asked for, um, I wanted to do a new supported feature on the podcast where I showcase either a small or a local woman-led business. So we have our first one today. I'm so excited. So today's podcast is supported by Sister Hub. And Sister Hub is a long-standing women's network in Chester, which I myself am a part of, so if you want to join us and meet up, then I'm going to let you know how at the end of this segment. So one of the goals of Sister Hub is to tackle the social isolation of women who work for themselves. Its foundation is real feminism, and it's all about building a circle of friends who support each other and who support the women in the local community. They they meet up every month to build on those friendships and often have educational speakers or do some exciting community work. This April, we'll be addressing the issue of period poverty and hearing from Linda from Period Power in Staffordshire. We'll be meeting at the Lake Larder, which is in Chester, to take period products along for those who use the larder to pick up if they need them. If you have your own business, then pop over to sisterhub.co.uk and apply if you're interested in joining. You can also find Sister Hub on Instagram at sisterhub.uk and obviously on Facebook. So if you fancy joining, if you work for yourself, you feel a little bit lonely, some isolation and you want to interact with other women who have businesses and kind of have that support network around you, then join up today. So karma, what is it? The dictionary definition is good or bad luck viewed viewed as resulting from one's actions. And something happened to me recently (laughs) where I thought I was going to get some real good karma. Like I was on the way to getting some good karma. So (laughs) I was in a charity shop recently And if I'm like looking at a coat, I don't know why, but I always just put my hands in the pockets to like see how deep the pockets are. If they've got, usually if a coat's older, that'll be the the bit where it'll probably have a rip within the seam in the pocket. So that's kind of where I, you know, check to see if it has a rip because there's nothing worse is that when you like put money in your pocket, obviously the lining is ripped and then it falls through. So there I am in the charity shop. I'm delving my hand deep into the pocket and what do I find? I find a bunch of coins and I'm like, that's super weird because usually the charity shop workers like check all the pockets and I pull it out and I count the coins in my hand and there's £2.50 and instantly my brain goes, what costs £2.50? A Euro Millions ticket. And I won't lie to you, if I'd have pulled out a note, if it had been a fiver, a tenner, even a 20 pound, I'm not sure what I would have done, okay? (laughs) I'm only human, I'm only joking. But, so obviously, 
um, in the end, I didn't want to buy the coat. So I go up to the ca- the um, registrar, you know, the person at the cash, cash point, till point, and I just say, hey, I've just found that in a coat. Um, obviously just giving it back. And they were super like, oh, like, what? That's really weird. Um, and in my head, I was like, yeah, do you know what? Because I'm about to go buy a Euro Millions ticket. And I'm obviously going to win. This is my good karma for being honest and giving you back this £2.50. <laughs> so obviously, I'm on a buzz. I, I go, I buy the ticket and I'm like, this is it. Everyone, like, I'm winning the Euro Millions. <laughs> because me, myself, I gave back £2.50 to the charity shop when I could have stole it. <laughs> so the Euro Millions happens and I specifically got a paper ticket because you know when you get a lottery ticket online and it says like, we'll email you if you win and they don't email you so you instantly know I haven't won. Well, I want to keep the hope alive and physically check those numbers. You know, I've got the paper ticket in my hand, I'm typing in the numbers and I'm ready to see if I win. So I'm typing in the numbers I'm like, I'm going to need to remember this moment and this story to tell when I win the big number. Um, I think it was like 10, 10 million, probably more that week. Your millions is always a bit more, isn't it? Like, let's say 70 million. I'm like, oh my God, I'm already picking out the tiles in my new mansion. <laughs> no, but does anyone else really um, enjoy kind of like fantasizing about the first things they would do if they won the lottery. Like, obviously my first thing is I would set everyone up. Like, if I'm eating, everyone's eating. I think of the people that I would set up for life. Like, you're sorted. You're sorted. You get a car. You get a house. (laughs) And it just, like, brings me a little bit of joy. Do you know what I mean? So anyway, I'm typing the numbers in. And then it comes up. You are not a winner. Oh my, you know when you're just like, karma's not real guys. (laughs) I gave the £2.50 back and then I spent the £2.50 of my own money on a lottery ticket thinking I was going to win and I didn't win. So that's it for me. Karma is not real. (laughs) And I just think that's a really funny story to not, not always do a good deed to get something back. Sometimes you just got to do a good deed for the sake of doing a good deed. I remember one time where I actually got good karma and I was seeing this person and I left where we had met up and um, then I, I was driving away and it was by on this like weird junction. So this person was like swinging into the junction. So I was like, oh, I've got to tighten up to the curb. And as I did that, unbeknownst to me, the stone of the curb was super jaggedy. And the next minute I just hear like a pss. And I'm like, what? What is that noise? Like, what's going on? Someone walked past and they're like, your tires popped. And I was like, oh my God, no. Like, I have no idea how to change a tire. Also, I had just got this car like three months earlier, brand new tires. And one of them was just, just 
the air was deflating from it as I also felt deflated. So I get out of the car. Literally, I don't know what to do in this situation. I'm on a busy junction. The tyre is just deflating in front of my eyes. Like, what do I do? Um, So I called the person who I'd been seeing, right? Thinking they were the one, totally smitten. And um, bearing in mind, he was two streets away. And he was just like, I don't know. And didn't even come to help me. So I was like, I'm sorry, what? And as this is happening, two men are walking past and literally spring into action. And then they let me know that they are tyre fitters who have just clocked off their shift and they happen to be walking past. And you know when you're like, oh my gosh, guardian angels are coming to save me. They got it all done. Honestly, I felt like I was in the, what do you call it? Like the the pit of an F1, like, I mean, they didn't have, you know, the tools, but everything was out the boot. They're like smashing the tire off, put the um, run flat one on, not a run flat, you know, spare tire on that you have to take back off when you get to a garage. Um, And then we're on their way. And I was literally like, oh my gosh, I've got like no money to give you. And they're like, don't worry about it. Just pass on the kindness. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, like that's what I'll do. So that happened honestly about 10 years ago. And I still think of it to this day. I still think, you know, if you, you know, if you have the capacity to help someone and it's not a lot for you, but it would be for them, I just think, just do it. It's like whenever I have a car park ticket, and you know the type of car park where you don't have to put your um, reg in, so it's just like a car park ticket. I will always swing by, like when I'm leaving, and it's usually got like a couple of hours left on it, I will always give it to the person in the queue that's like about to buy a ticket, because it just makes you feel good. And they're always like, oh, oh my God, thank you so much. Like one time, I could see this woman struggling. She was like getting everything out of her bag. It was almost like she couldn't find change to get the car park ticket. And I just swung by, was like, hey, do you want mine? It's got a good hour left on that. And the relief on her face, because she was like, oh my gosh, I'm late picking up the kids. I can't find any change in my bag. Thank you so much. That was just a tiny little thing that I could do that obviously really helped her out. So moral of the story is, don't date people who won't come to help you in your time of need. (laughs) I honestly think that was a massive sign from the universe to be like, we can't make it any more obvious to you that this man ain't it, hon. (laughs) So I sent a call out this week to ask for your good, your bad karma stories. And this is what you sent me. So Nia on Instagram says, this happened this weekend. There was a crash on the dual carriageway and no one would let a caravan into the open lane. I let them in. Five minutes later, I speed up passing another car about to go over the speed limit and an undercover police car pulls in front of me. 
flashes his light for two seconds to let me know, don't even try it, I'm here. (laughs) I said to my mum that that's the universe paying me back for letting the caravan out. (laughs) I love that. When something like that happens, you think, "Mm, that's, that's because I did that. There's my good karma. They could have been like a real idiot about it, but the universe do. But you know what? Nia was nice to that person. (laughs) She let them in. So we're going to let her off on this one. So Anonymous on Facebook says, I was in the queue of um, a supermarket. Person in front of me didn't have enough money to pay their bill. It was only a few quid. So I give it to them. I walk outside and I find a £20 note on the floor. Ah! I love that, like instant, just good karma. And then it just, it does make you think like, oh, when something like that happens to you, I feel like then you want to just go and like spread that kindness around. I know sometimes life is like getting us down and we're like, oh, well, no one's been good to me, so... I'm not going to be good to anyone else. But I feel like that just, that breeds bad energy. And I think when you're actively putting good energy out into the world and you're throwing that kindness out, I feel like it has no other option than to come back to you in some way. And when you look or seek out for those opportunities or you really kind of focus in on them when they're happening to you then it has to because you notice them then you notice them even more when they do happen so then you're more likely to want to be kind to other people or you think yeah do you know what I could do this today I have the capacity to do this today it just makes you feel good I feel like that's what that's what it's about being a human being do you know what the easiest way of creating good karma is I think letting someone go in front of you in the Aldi queue (laughs) is the quickest way to get good karma if you are doing a full shop and the person behind you has three items it should be under UK law that you have to let them in front of you (laughs) because when someone does that for me I it just like fills my heart with joy it's like you know what you saved me loads of time you can see I've only got a few items like that is the definition of pure kindness and age I mean I have told this story before but ages ago I was in an Aldi queue and I had like eight items maybe person in front of me was doing like two food shops for two separate people so I could obviously see that the barrier thing was in between two shops. I, I see people do that all the time. They obviously do shopping for other people. So I was like, I don't feel bad about this because this person is doing a kind gesture for someone else. They're doing someone's weekly shop as well as their own. So there's a woman behind me who, and also I don't ever think you should ask to go in front of someone at the alley. Like it's that unspoken rule that if someone says it, if someone says, do you want to go in front of me? Obviously, yes, thank you so much. But even if you have one item, I would never say to the person in front, can I go in front of you? Because no, your time's not important than anyone else's. It doesn't matter that you've only got one item. So anyway, I'm in the queue. I have like 
no, I'm not, not even 10 items. I think I had five items. And this person behind me has like three. And she's like, can I go in front of you? And in the moment, I was confused as to why she was asking me. Because I only had five items. So I was like, well, why would I let you go in front of me when we have around the same amount of items? So I was like, um, yeah. She should have gained from my reaction that like, that was weird. So she goes in front of me. <laughs> And then obviously hasn't seen the thing that separates your shopping. So the so the woman at the end is paying and the Aldi worker's like, oh, this shopping is for this lady as well. And the woman who I let go in front of me turns to me and was like, well, you didn't tell me that, did you? <laughs> and I just said, to be honest, I was really confused as to why you would even ask to go in front of me when I only have five items. So then she stood there like face on her. Bearing in mind, I've still like, I'm in, within my rights to say, do you know what? Get back behind me. Because she gave me excuses like, oh, you know, I'm on the school run. And at this point it was like, mm, it was like past the school run time. So I was like, no, you're not. Like, you're just telling a lie because you think your time is more important than everyone else's. Why don't you just be honest about it, Susan? So she's got an absolute face on her. Not like, oh, thanks for letting me go in front of you. Like, you have actually saved me some time. She was annoyed that she had made the mistake of assuming that that shopping was mine. And now you've got to stand there, which is quite a long time, while all of those items go through because you've made a bit of an idiot about yourself. So... I just think, you know, never assume that you deserve the kindness of others and then pretending you're all nicey-nicey when really you're probably not a nice person. There, I said it. So now, as usual, we're going to move into our mini moment of meditation, of mindfulness. If you are driving, if you are in control of heavy machinery, please do not close your eyes. But if you're anywhere else... If you're at home chilling out, maybe you're washing the dishes, maybe you're getting ready for bed, maybe you're at work on your break, then feel free if it feels comfortable for you to close down the eyes or just casting your gaze to a spot in front of you on the floor, if you're lying down, maybe on the ceiling. Just feeling those eyes settle from the day. Maybe you've had a lot of screen time today. And your head feels really buzzy. Maybe it's been a stressful day. We're just settling in to our moment for ourselves. By taking three very gentle deep breaths. So breathing in through the nose. And breathing back out. Breathing in at your own pace. And breathing back out, just melting any tension in the forehead. Relaxing the muscles around the eyes as we continue our breathing. Loosening any clenching in the jaw. 
allowing the shoulders to gently drop away from the earlobes, just connecting back to the body and mind, feeling grateful for this moment to ourselves, where we get to reset. and relax. And taking one final deep breath, so breathing in and I want a really big sigh out. So thank you so much for joining me this week. As always, be well, may peace be with you always, and I'll catch you right here next time. P.S. If you want to join us for the free taster session of the Mindful Morning Club, Mindful Morning Club is a 10-minute meditation that we're doing every morning in April at 6.30am, Monday to Friday, no weekends. It's going to kickstart your meditation practice. It's going to make you feel absolutely amazing. We want to take advantage of these early, nice, bright mornings to set ourselves up for the day. So if you want to join us for the free taster session, it's on Friday the 31st of March. If you listen to this in real time, that's this Friday. And you can get that on the private Facebook group, which I'll add the link into this podcast below or you can join me on Instagram live, either way. And then we start for real on Monday the 3rd of April, and you can find all the details in the description of this podcast. I really want to see you there. I can't wait to start waking up with energy, feeling zesty in the morning, and without that weight on your shoulders as soon as your eyes open. So see you there, honeys.